Hello and welcome to SEO SAS or SEO Special Answering Service. You are joined by myself, Sarah McDowell, SEO Specialist at LikeMind Media. And sitting next to me is Hannah Wellings, who is the SEO Manager at Soak.com. Think of us as your SEO problem solvers, as each week we will pick a topic and we will battle it out to get an answer for you. This show is brought to you by the team at LikeMind Media. LikeMind Media helps clients find their audience and start having conversations with them. Whether that's on social media, video, content, or even podcasts, just like this one. We're using their podcasting equipment right now. They're super lovely people who take time to understand your business and think like you. So, SEO partner in crime, how are we doing? Yeah, good. Um, This week's been pretty interesting. Interesting? Well, I'm intrigued. (laughs) Well, I got engaged at the weekend and it was snowing at the time. Oh, say what? (laughs) Girly screams, uh. Uh, very very exciting but congratulations <laughs> thank you how about you what have you been up to well I feel like I want to like delve more into your like, <laughs> engagement but this is an SEO podcast I know and I literally just... can't stop talking about it so don't get me started <laughs> well a big congratulations thank you and the ring is very very uh, pretty thank so, you so uh, Dom the other half did very very well big whoop I didn't get engaged <laughs> Surprise, surprise. No one has whipped this uh, person up yet. That's really cringy. I'm probably going to cut that bit out. (laughs) Um, So what have I been up to? Well, I had a fight with a ab roller. I think that's what you call it. The (laughs) wheel things. Yeah. So, um, well, it's a good job that it's a podcast and you can't see my face. But uh, I've got a black and blue lip and a swollen nose. Yeah, I wasn't going to ask. Well, now... I'm telling you, I'm telling you whether you want to know it or not. Uh, Basically, um, I've been going to the gym uh, and I did this exercise with an ab roller and I rolled too far out, lost my balance and full on fell on my face with the ab roller. An ab roller face plant. Basically, yes. Ah, so, and at the time, so I go to the gym with my friend, and I was like, "Oh, is it is it bad? Is it like really swollen?" She was like, "No, you're fine." Uh, by the time I walked home and looked in the mirror, I had blood everywhere, <laughs> like a swollen lip. Uh, and my girlfriend was just like, "Sarah, what 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 have you done?" And I was like, <laughs> "Been attacked on the way home I by know. an ab roller." So, but what's the really funny thing is, I do roller derby, which is a very contacty sport. And I hardly ever get an injury. Wow. And I go to the flipping gym for like two minutes and I get a bust up nose. Battered and bruised. And I know. The well, gym is bad for you. Anyway. <laughs> talking about pain. Hey, this is a <laughs> swift little link here. Yes, a bit of a weird link. Um, painful decisions. So topic for today, content. Do I move it or improve it? Okay. And what I mean by that is... You've got content that maybe is not performing too well or you think maybe it's not quite relevant. So do you delete it or do you just improve it? Google, for the last few years, has said to improve rather than move. I like that. Uh, Yes, well, it's been quite useful. But John Mueller from Google has recently been quoted as saying that if it's content you don't want indexing because you know it's low quality, then removing it helps Google to understand the site better. He also goes on to mention that he's seen case studies where people have moved around a third of their site and seen the rest of it start to rank better immediately. Okay. So the question that I want us to debate out today is, do you move it or do you improve it? And what are the implications? Mm. So if, I mean, what do you think? What would you check before 
deleting content? Well, um, I think there is quite a few things that you need to look into before you go ahead and delete pages on on your website. Um, And so this is sort of a checklist um, of things to like look at before before you go ahead. Sounds good. So uh, first point is how many hits does that page or blog have? If, if it's got a high amount of traffic, um, then yeah, like question, should I be deleting it? Uh, external links. So that is who is linking to that page or blog and really evaluate who is linking. So are they authoritative? Um, do they have a a high domain authority um, and there's loads of tools to check that there? there are loads and loads of tools um probably ones that you have to pay for um but yeah definitely um have a look at that do you want to do you want to go for the next one uh yeah so um one of the important things to check is about your internal link structure so unless you've got a crawler like screaming frog or deep crawl Sometimes you can't tell when something's gone wrong on the site until you actually then try and click on a page and you end up with a a 404 error page. And obviously nobody likes those. It's really bad for user experience. Just a point on the 404s. It's always important to um, have bespoke so make a make a 404 that's relevant to your website because there is going to be a point where your site comes back with a 404 it's going to happen especially if you're a big e-commerce site and you've got lots of products so just on a point there always personalize a 404 page yeah so link back to the home page or something like that great okay that's that's really useful so um Obviously, and what, what I really mean by that is, so you've got uh, certain pages linking to certain pages. So we'll go back to mm. the e-commerce example. And if you've got a product that you've linked to on a sale page, you've linked to on um, a category landing page, or even just um, a blog, then deleting that makes those pages 404. And um, so once the, the link on that page has been clicked, it goes to a 404. And like you say, if it's not personalized, they're kind of stuck off the site effectively they then have to either click back or search for something else on a different website yeah so not so great uh the next one on on our list is time on page so that's looking um so in google analytics um if you go into the behavior section you can look at each page and see um average time on page so you can see out of all the hits that you're getting on average how long are they sticking around and uh, reading your content ask yourself so the page or blog that you want to delete is it still relevant slash useful like that that is google's ethos isn't it it wants to be useful to its end users yeah as so should you yeah 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 like um as i went to a conference once and um it was saying that you should aim to be the Wikipedia of your industry, uh, which I thought was a really nice analogy. Um, so, so yeah, like before, before you get rid of the page, like is yeah, is it relevant? Is it useful? Next and have you one? got an equivalent? I guess oh. so. Yeah. If, if you've got a page that you think this is an amazing checklist, like ours, then <laughs> then do you have an equivalent of that? If you get rid of it, are you going to have to create something else? Or is More it better just to improve it so that it actually ranks better? Do you optimise it with some H2 headings or add some interesting images or a video? So yeah, that kind of thing. Or if it, it might be out, out of date, maybe. Yeah. Like, for example, um, Autumn Budget. 
happened recently and obviously there was the autumn bu- budget 2017 and now the autumn budget 2018 sure. so that's a good example of something being out of date so obviously the autumn budget is like each year it's going to be relevant because people want to know how the autumn budget is going to affect them how it's going to affect them as a business but the content that you wrote in 2017 is going to be out of date yep. so update it for 2018 but maybe keep the same url because that page may have gained authority with google you may already be ranking on that page and then by deleting it you've got to start all over again okay and the next one then is does it help convert and if it's a product page does it sell does the product actually sell so if you're looking at that page and thinking okay well it, it doesn't perform very well in terms of it doesn't get many hits people don't spend very long on there make sure you look at the conversions it might sound really obvious the last point is, can you actually just change the content? So we've mentioned it already, can you improve it? But if by ways of changing it, you can make it more relevant, like you say, updating it to be actually in line with what's happening in the world, yeah. or look at the keywords, look at what people are searching for. So an example of that is you might be calling calling a product one thing two months ago and actually now there's been lots of tv advertising or people talking about it and it's called something else so yeah like a fidget spinner for example it may have been called something are else. they still going fidget spinners i don't know I never, I never maybe i'll have to have a google <laughs> um but they might have been called whirlers or something like that a year ago yeah you got your whirlers page it's been performing great but then actually everybody on social media is calling it a fidget spinner doesn't make any sense really well okay it does but it's a bit tenuous um, so make change the page to say fidget spinner use the keywords on there if it's not performing very well check out your keywords can you change that and uh, a bit of a side point to that as well to add to um, is the intent behind the keyword so the you might have gone after a keyword because you think it's relevant to your industry and it's relevant to what your page or blog is about but actually um, when people type in that keyword they want to know about other stuff and you can, you, you'll know that if you're getting lots of hits to your website or your page, sorry, um, but they're bouncing straight back off or there's like a low average time on page because you're not answering the user's intent. So then you can ask yourself, right, is this targeting the right keyword? Mm. Like, um, Yeah, and what else would they want to know if they're searching for this, yeah, I guess? exactly, cool. exactly. Um, just another side point on Google, um, when using Google Analytics is to always block your IP address just because if you're working on your own website or you're working on your client's website obviously you're going to be Mm. going on their website a lot you're going to be sticking around a lot on their pages and stuff like that so um you could actually be like screwing up the results and like not making it data inaccurate yeah Yeah. exactly so um and it's really easy to uh, block your ip address um all you need like it's in the filters tab so if you go in the admin section filter and then you can block your ip address in there if you don't know what your ip address is literally google what is my ip address and it'll come up there anyone else who regularly goes onto the website that shouldn't be tracked make sure you're blocking just as a side point there like your agency yes yeah Great. You are full of useful tips, aren't you? Uh, Wow. (laughs) Just call me the tipmeister. (laughs) I may well do that. Please don't. I think I'd cringe. (laughs) Okay, so the other aspect that I really wanted to touch on when looking at whether to move or to improve a page is whether you've already got a similar page. So obviously, duplicate content's never a great thing because if, if you're a user 
you don't know which page you actually want to look at. You're likely not to look at the same sort of page on the same website. You probably look at the same sort of page on several different websites. So how's Google to know which one you actually want people to land on Mm. and for what keywords? So a really good way of showing Google which page is your preferred landing page is to use canonicalization. I'm so glad you said that word and I didn't have to. <laughs> I struggle do have to with say big words. Quite a lot. Um, and they do really like big words in SEO. They do. Like pagination, that kind of thing. I'm not even going to try and attempt to listen <laughs> because I'll just, yeah, it'll be embarrassing. So, to, to briefly explain canonicalization, so for an e commerce site, it would be to say, okay, these are, this is my toilets page and there are other, other toilets page. So, maybe it's a, I don't know, a a wall hung toilet page but then you've also got wall hung toilet pages um in black toilets and chrome toilets and I mean they probably don't really exist but that's the example that I wanted to use to say okay it's exactly the same page they've got the same products on it Mm. but you want to point back to the main page that is just the toilets to say this is the page that I actually really want people to land on primarily it's like saying this is the house and these are all the cars that belong to that house. So you might have a car in the driveway, but you might also have a car parked on the pavement. And how's Google to know that they're not three three of the same? So what you say is they all belong to this one house. Okay. <laughs> Bit of a and weird analogy. No, but... no, and it's very topical because some people might be driving right now. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully useful. You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, and another point um, about the sort of similar content is um, looking at keywords. And if you've got like numerous pages that are going after the same keyword, then you're only competing against yourself. So just bear that in mind. Like, obviously, it's going to happen, but just like, yeah. Try and tweak them and make them a bit more individual. Yeah. Even if it's page titles, H1s, that kind of thing. But it can also, because um, if you've got, like loads of pages going for the same keyword then you're you can confuse google as well because google doesn't know which one to to show and stuff and like if you're making things harder for google then um like it's just not it's not good news so just bear that one in mind i was doing some research for a client today and i think it was like like in interiors i was like looking at um colors or something um and Basically, I was shocked at the website that was um, not only was it ranking like number like two or three on the like search result page, but it was also in the um, snippet um, Google answer box at the top. Like, so they basically had two listings, so obviously that increases your chance of clicking. Yeah. And I did. Um, and when I went onto the content, it was awful. <laughs> it was awful. You could tell that. The blog was just written very keyword heavy. Mm. They were just going after this keyword. And like when you actually read sentences, it didn't make sense. Oh, no. And I was actually shocked. But I was thinking, ah, this is is a good opportunity. Mm. So people in that industry who are writing about like interior and colors and stuff, um, they should definitely like write their own thing and better the content. Yep. So that's a good handy tip there. Keep an eye. So a big thing in SEO is looking at what your competitors are doing and doing it better, basically. And the one good way of doing that is, is Googling what you are trying to rank for. Yeah, exactly. So when you're, whenever you're writing any content, I mean, I do the same. So um, say I'm, I'm, I've picked a new topic, 
picked a keyword. I know that's the blog that I'm going to write. I'll always do a bit of research and look at what's ranking before. Um, so just, just see what is already ranking on the first, second and third pages. What's managed to get into the answer google answer box at the top Mm -hmm. and look how you can improve it like are they um maybe you can put more images in there maybe you can go into more detail about a certain area Mm. maybe there's something maybe there's something missing yeah that you can completely capitalize on it's like i saw a really good um video page the other day it had it was a how-to guide and it had the video at the top but then it also had images, step-by-step images. And I thought it was so clever because a lot of people will absolutely look at videos and they prefer to consume content that way. But then if you're like me, you don't, you're not bothered by a video. You just want to see it in black and white and to have it to hand hmm. straight away, not to fast forward when you're doing it. So having those images and the text underneath not only helped it to, to rank better because it's got the content on there that's not just a plain video, but it actually catered for two different types of users so you could look at obviously say this page um is better than the what's already up there because not only does it work for people who like video but it works for people who don't there we go you're covering <laughs> like both both sides of exactly them, you? and you, i think people should so that really summarizes the whole topic always try and make sure that your content has got a real purpose mm. So now it's time for my favourite part of this podcast. More silliness. More silliness. If you, and I hope you did listen last week, uh, you know that every week we do a bit of a fun feature where we basically decide a stupid game, really. Um, But it's about, it's to do with SEO, so it's completely relevant to the podcast. It's not just like random. Uh, Well, maybe a little bit random. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so, um, and so now it's time for the game. Yeah, and this time it's your turn to be quiz. Oh, yes. So last time I got to quiz Hannah and uh, she's going to get her own back from me. <laughs> so sticking with algorithms and updates, there are plenty more to cover. So I thought it'd be really good to, to look at some of those and to test your knowledge on them this time. Oh God. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to run through 10 and I want you to say true or false and I will mark you on whether you're correct or not. Okay. And what would you like the penalty to be? Oh gosh. If you don't get more than five right? Nothing to do with an ab roller. <laughs> no no gym equipment at all. Well, last time it was burpees. Uh, should we do a mountain climber? Yes, although I might need you to demonstrate what that actually is if you lo- win. If you win. If I win? Yeah. Okay. Because I'm not quite sure. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you're, you're the gymmer. You're the gym goer. <laughs> I don't think I've done those. But yeah, okay. Are you ready? Uh, born. Born ready. <laughs> okay, so algorithms or updates, true or false? Fred. Um, why not? Yeah, go for it. Barry. Oh gosh, can I go back on one? Or once I've said it, because now I'm thinking Barry more than Fred. So Barry exists, okay, but Fred doesn't. Okay. And next one is top heavy. Yes. Raccoon. (laughs) Um, They do like their animal names, but that's not a yeah. Is that a clue? No, Did you sorry. just give me a little clue there? No. Uh, I love raccoons. They're so cute. <laughs> little bandits though, aren't they? They steal everything, if that's what, if I'm thinking of the right one. Uh, yes. Pirate. <laughs> yes. Burger. Oh, no. That can't be. Possum. Oh, now, are they more likely to have a raccoon or a possum? I don't actually know what a possum is. 
It's a bit like a raccoon, but Is it's it? smaller. Fairier. Yeah. Sounds like it's fairier. Um, and I believe it's Australian. Oh. I don't know, but there's definitely possums in Australia. We could be getting this horribly wrong, but we're not a wildlife show, we're an <laughs> SEO show, so it's fine. Uh, I'm going to say no to the possum, because I've already said yes to the raccoon. Okay, great. Halloween. <laughs> yes. And bridesmaid. Oh, is this you, like, subtly hinting at, yes, we know you've got engaged, Hannah. This is the second time that you've said it. Um, how many no's and yeses have I said? Are you allowed to tell me that? Um, you've got three yeses so far. Oh, well, yes. yes. I'm very negative, aren't I? No, that can't be one. No. Um, and on that point, will you be my bridesmaid? <gasps> Are you actually asking me? Yeah. Legitimately. I've literally got the, the dress in the bag. I'm sorry I lied to you about what was in the bag. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to lose my beep right now. <laughs> Why have you done this to me? <laughs> yes, of course. Okay, great. No, it has to. Oh my God. Thank Yes, right. <laughs> um, moving on to, <laughs> to the final one. Um, tornado. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I'm still processing what has just happened right now. Um... Uh, yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to have to pause. I'm going to have to pause. Do I really want to know how I did? No. <laughs> did I do awfully? So after being really nice to you, I'm now going to have to make you do mountain climbers. How many did, did I get none? You got three right. Out um, of ten? Yeah. So. That's really bad. Top heavy is indeed an actual algorithm or update. As is pirates. Halloween, quite a recent one. Obviously yeah. That's from this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Possum was correct Fred, Fred was correct and I said no yeah. um, Bridesmaid made up Burger made up Barry as much as I would like to have said yes is made up Raccoon sadly made up as is Tornado am I going to have to why this is the second time that I've had to do this <laughs> okay right I'll leave you with Hannah as I'm doing my mountain climbers how many have I got to do ten I said right ten this is a mountain Oh, okay. Does that count as one? Yep, absolutely. Okay. Still showing me the example, even though I now don't have to do them. <laughs> You're going to count? Yep. Okay. <coughs> so one. I'm going to get my pizza. I'm going to uh, see my pizza. We've just had pizza, yeah. Want bits of sweet corn on the floor okay. in a minute. Three, four, five, six. Very graceful. Seven, eight, nine, ten. She made that a little too easy. I think, oh. you, should do, I think you should do ten more. No. <laughs> Okay, I think you probably need a bit of a rest now. Well, thank you very, very much for listening. I hope you really enjoyed that. I know I certainly did. <laughs> well, I, it's been an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> um, so you can or a tornado. <laughs> a tornado. Yeah, let's let's make it a thing. So you can follow us on on LinkedIn. Yes. Um, contact us via that, or Sarah has very. Uh, kindly so that you can email her at sarah at likemind.media or even give her a tweet on sarah mcd uk or sarah mcduck as i like to read it <laughs> and hopefully um you may even give us a five-star rating come on please i mean she's I just did. done mountain climbers exactly and yeah um, and also uh, remember that this podcast is available on pretty much every um podcast playing platform i can't say that i need more times in a row <laughs> uh, so yes but thank you for joining us um and we shall catch you next time see you next time yeah.